0: I want to give a shout out to the Iwana Club in Chemerchi, India. The Iwana Handbook has allowed Daya to learn how to read and write English, and her parents have seen her improve spiritually and academically. Daya says, I'm learning English, but most of all, getting to know God personally is what I enjoy and cherish the most.
1: Welcome to the Iwana Club's podcast. My name is Linnea Sandball. My husband, Tim and I are Awana missionaries and we live in San Diego, California. Having served in church and club for years and even more so as a parent of three grown children, I know the impact that leaders can have on the lives of children and youth. Today, I'm gonna spend a little time honoring a few people who have chosen to use their influence to shape the next generation for Jesus.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Child discipleship is needed now like never before. We may look at the news and be tempted to despair. Fatigue and worry may feel like a constant weight around our hearts, especially as we consider all our children and grandchildren may face. Even in the US, we are experiencing unprecedented waves of aggressive secularism causing us to ask new questions about how to disciple our children in the digital age we can be certain that jesus is king and the truth of the bible is still as reliable as ever and that child discipleship gives us great hope friends while we might face unprecedented cultural challenges worldwide and kids are facing a faith crisis of unparalleled impact from our vantage point we see god at work Like never before, we see and believe God is moving and inviting us to bring the gospel and discipleship to children around the globe in new and exciting ways. We want to invite you to prayerfully explore an investment in child discipleship through once-in-a-lifetime opportunities with Awana. Now is the time for us to increase our gospel impact together like never before. Donate today at awana.org slash like never before.
1: Any intentional and highly relational ministry has at its very foundation and core, a group of loving and caring adults. We all know that even one loving and caring adult can make a huge difference in the life of a child. Whether you're leading a cubbies group, teaching a group of rambunctious fifth graders, or maybe going to get coffee or a meal with a high school small group, your investment is impacting lives. God is using every conversation, every laugh, every high five, every section you sign off to help your clubber and your students to feel like they are known and cared for. I have three brief stories that I want to share with you today. These are stories about leaders that chose to be that loving and caring adult in someone's life. The first story comes from a fellow Awana missionary and from his own time as a Sparky.
2: My name is David Roach and I'm an Awana missionary in North Carolina. I'm excited to share with you someone who I think about with great fondness, and that is the first Awana leader that I ever had, Mr. Bob. Mr. Bob Padfield was my Awana leader when I was in Sparks, when our church first started using Awana. And Mr. Bob was never the most outgoing or energetic Awana leader, but you could still tell that he loved Awana as much as the rest of us. He had this energy, this smile that was just contagious. Some of my most vivid memories of Mr. Bob are doing the book time together. You could tell that he liked games and he would cheer me on at game time, but the book time was his jam. He loved that. I remember looking at Bible verses with Mr. Bob and saying my sections and probably what I didn't like at the time, but what has meant the most to me looking back are the times when Mr. Bob handed that book back to me to make me keep studying it because he knew what I could do. And he knew that the Bible verses were the most important part of, of why we were there that night. He would hold me to a really high standard. He knew what I could do. And that's been a really great reminder for me continuing on in ministry. And as a dad, myself, just reminding myself that we're not just trying to to rush these verses and, and complete the section. The sections are good, but it's really about the life change that happens as we know God's word in a deep way. So I've I've really appreciated that about Mr. Bob. And earlier this year, uh, actually about a year ago, M- Mr. Bob uh, went home to be with the Lord and his earthly ministry is complete, but I know he's been an Awana leader for over 20 years and so his ministry really is continuing on through me and through others like me who have been discipled and invested in through him. So I know I'm still thankful for Mr. Bob and he's always a spiritual superhero that I'm gonna think about as a loving, caring adult who made a difference in my life.
1: David said that Mr. Bob held him to a higher standard. He knew what David was capable of, even as a five, six, seven year old, a little Sparky can take God's word and memorize it and get it in their heads and their hearts. And that helps them become a lifelong disciple of Jesus. Mr. Bob knew that, and he invested in David's life and many other kids just like David. Our next story comes to us from Chloe Hunt. Chloe earned her citation when she graduated from high school. She also graduated from college recently and is working as a piano teacher. She serves in an Iwana club today and in a college group. She has a heart for ministry, and one reason is because of people like the leader that she's going to tell us about today.
3: Someone who made me feel like I belonged at Awana was my small group leader, my senior year of high school. Her name was Cheryl Nelson and she was amazing. Um, she really just showed how much she cared for me and the things going on in my life. She would ask me every week for any prayer requests and sometimes it would be the same prayer request every week. Oh, I have a test or whatever. And every week, she would ask me about any updates from last week's prayer request. And she would just constantly like be there for me and ask about my life and see how I was doing. And the things that were important to me were important to her. She really just showed how much she cared for me and for my well-being. And I think that was kind of how she built that relationship, was that she would just she wanted to get to know me and wanted to know the things that mattered to me. So she would ask me about it and we would just sit there and talk and she would text me throughout the week and would just always pray for me if I needed it. She still texts me now. and was like, hey, do you have any prayer requests? And I think that her just always being there for me and asking about everything that was happening in my life was Just how she impacted me, and just she showed that she cared. She showed that she wanted what I wanted, and she wanted nothing but good for me. And I think that it showed me as a leader to kids at my church today, and as a teacher, the kids that I see every week. Her impact on me has just helped me be a leader that just cares for the kids and ask them about their life and follows up about a test they told me about or a soccer game they had or um, just anything going on in their life just to remember to pray for them and ask about their life and to really truly care about it. She was, she was so great and you know, she became so close that I literally call her Aunt Cheryl, like I don't even call her like just Cheryl or Mrs. Nelson, like I literally call her like she's related to me because of just the way she showed that she cared for me and my life. I
1: love that Chloe wouldn't even question whether or not Cheryl loved her and cared about her and was for her because she did everything she could to help Chloe know that she prayed for her and was with her and texted her. And the things that were important to Chloe were important to Cheryl. And those are the signs of a person who has truly invested and chosen to make their lives matter in the way that they're leading kids. Our final story today comes from Lizzie Anderson. Lizzie grew up in Owana, earned her citation, and her heart for ministry began in Owana, and still today is growing because of people that continue to invest in her life. Let's hear what she has to say.
4: The person that has affected me the most recently, his name's Ted Brent, and he is the campus pastor at my church that I've been going to roughly five to six months at this point my first journey with church was growing up in one but never really having connections with the pastor and then i went to a big church where i knew no one i like never ever met anyone or got to know the pastor because it's a big church you can't meet anyone or build a like a real connection it's hard to at least the second week i was there i i went and talked to the middle school pastor about just getting involved and meeting people the campus pastor Ted his two daughters are in the middle school and so he comes and helps all the time um just to see how it's going to see if anyone needs help to check on his girls and so he met me the second week I'd ever visited and got my name and literally every week that I would show up he would like, call out from across the church campus and be like hi lizzie how are you and like come over and talk to me and it was just a very unique experience because i would never had that ever at a church where the pastor knew me personally before i really even knew him and i thought that was like really cool to have that bond with somebody from a church like that was just like very new to me and like exciting and so then i started working in the middle school and like that is a whole whole thing because you know children are really lovely but very difficult and he is super involved so like you know if you need help he's had numerous times texted me during the service being like hey are you okay like is there anything you guys need help with should i come in because we don't have a lot of male leaders sometimes the kids are hard to corral and so He'll, he'll be like, if you ever need me, like, I'm just like a phone call away. Or if, you know, the door's open and I'm working with the kids, he'll make eye contact with me from across the campus and be like, kind of like, look at me, like, do you need help? Like, he's just always present if you need him. And he's very easy to talk to. And it's one of those, like, he says what needs to be said, but it's not with like anger or like judgment. It's just like, here's how things are. If you need help, let me know. Um, Very easy to communicate with, which I feel like in church can be really difficult sometimes is the communication, especially with people who are above you. So the fact that he like stepped out to make a relationship with me first and has been very consistent and like helping me out. And on top of that, as I'm moving up, working with these kids, he was like, hey, can we meet at church and like have like an informal meeting him and another Um, pastor. And I was like, I'm only slightly nervous about that. I got there. They gave me coffee. We were just chit-chatting and having a good time. And then they were talking being like, hey, like we see how much you love these kids and there's a passion for it. And we were wondering if you'd be like willing to work with us some more. And it was just, again, like they did a lot of the steps to get me involved.
1: Ted is a great example to us of drawing someone into community, recognizing their potential, helping them to grow and become the leader and disciple of Jesus that God wants all of us to be. Have any of these stories resonated with you today? Maybe you're thinking of a leader from your child's life. Maybe you're thinking of a leader in your club that goes above and beyond. Maybe you're thinking about a leader from your own life who impacted you and your discipleship with Jesus. God never asked us to be perfect in our leadership, but in our imperfection, He does want us to be faithful and intentional and do our best to build relationship and community with our clubbers. How can you make sure that every child and student and clubber in your group feels known and loved and seen and cared for by you every single week? Is there someone that you should go to this week, someone that you should thank for their impact in your life or your child's life, or just someone that you've noticed has gone above and beyond, and just you just want to thank them? Who can you do that for this week? Until next time, know that I'm praying for you and for myself, that we can be those kinds of leaders ourselves. Thanks for joining me today and for loving kids and investing in the future leaders of the church.
0: Thanks for listening to the Awana Club's podcast. The Awana Club's podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more details about today's host and their ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. This podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval, mixed and edited by Marlon Washington, and content support is provided by me, Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening.